0: Welcome to Travel with Stephanie Abrams.
1: Welcome aboard. Ahoy, ye mates. I'm going to take you out on the waterfront. I'm going to take you out on the North Atlantic. Now, we could do that from Maine to Florida, but we're going to do that on the other side of the ocean today because um, I had reason to think about somebody I hadn't thought about in a long time. And I wish I could tell you today what it was that brought Bill O'Brien to my mind. Maybe it'll come to me while we're chatting. But I want you to get really comfortable. Of course, if you're driving and you're listening to your favorite radio station, don't get too comfortable. (laughs) Stay awake, stay alert. I'll try to keep you up so (laughs) you can focus on the road. And, you know, this is a time of year in parts of the country where there are still leaves falling from the trees. Uh, You can get some damp, soggy weather. Parts of the country have already seen a bit of snow. And um, so you never know what's on the road waiting for you ahead. Be very careful while you're driving at this time of year. And it's getting dark early combination of ingredients but if you're driving and you drive out of the reach of your favorite radio station then remember just about every podcaster carries us so go to your favorite podcaster or go to google and put in Podcast Stephanie, travel with Stephanie Abrams, or just travel Stephanie Abrams, and uh, you'll get links galore. And you can find them also, we podcast every show, at abrams dot net. Remember, it's now dot net, and we have been adding, in a frenzy of activity, at our end to photo galleries and blogs and archived audio with show notes on every guest and links to their website or sites that may be relevant to them. Um, And you'll find every, not only every show, podcast at sabrams.net but archived so you can just listen to it streaming without downloading. Um, For those of you that are new to us, we are now in our 19th year and there, there are, the website started before my radio show started in 2002. The website started in 2001 and um, regrettably was trashed, hacked, obliterated on the 18th of August, 2020, a day that will live in infamy. And we have been putting more time than we ever budgeted in this year for working on the website. Uh, into rebuilding and um, actually we're quite proud of the progress we've made but uh, it is a new build and so bear with us as we get over the the obstacles we meet in the road trying to get all this information that we still happily have in storage photos and blogs um, that didn't go away with the other website because we were clever enough to store it in a spot where that Didn't get hacked. So um, something made me think of Doolin, and that makes me think of Doolin Ferry. And Doolin is this very musical town. Uh, If you're into music, you will fall in love with Doolin in County Clare on the west coast of Ireland. And that whole region. Um, it's a hop and a jump from the famous Cliffs of Moher, who likes to think of themselves as the eighth wonder of the world. Um, it's just a fabulous area. It's gloriously beautiful. Uh, You know, and there's such competition in Ireland for, you know, who has the best food and who has the most beautiful environment and who has the friendliest people. And I have to tell you, um, in every county, it's a tie. (laughs) because it's very hard to pick out your favorite place. But I have to tell you, if and when, I'm starting to think more about when than if I move to Ireland, I'll either be somewhere close to the Atlantic between County Kerry in the southwest and up the coastline through Clare, Goway, Mayo, and Donegal. You'll find me somewhere in there. If I win the lottery, you'll find me with a castle in one place and a wee cottage by the sea in another, <laughs> or I'll be in County Antrim in Northern Ireland, um, another you know exquisite part of the north of the island that is Ireland. And so I, I I don't I have to think about what prompted me to reach out to dig up an old friend and. I think it might have been something I read online. Uh, Somebody's remarks about seeing something somewhere near the Cliffs of Mower. When I think of the Cliffs of Mower, oddly enough, there are two things I think of, two people. One is Catherine Webster, who for probably more than a decade um, was the executive director of the Cliffs of Mower. And... That was quite a job, especially since she was there from before the new visitor center was built and saw it through that massive event of building the visitor center. But just down the road, a hop and a jump, you'll come to Doolin. And as I started to say earlier about music, there are people that live in Doolin because of the music. There are musicians who have repositioned their lives in Doolin so that they could be part of the music scene there. And there are places in America, I know when we take driving trips in the Southeast, like going from Massachusetts to F- Florida, we'll stop at roadside motels along the route. Uh, just you know, places to stay overnight, you get there late, you leave early, you're not looking for much as long as it's clean and comfortable because you're not going to be there maybe more than eight or nine hours altogether. And you'll go into their little restaurant or cafe, and there's live music. You know, you have to plan ahead and buy a ticket to find places with live music in the northeast of the U.S. You don't just walk into most places and find something unless they have a harpist for Sunday brunch or something like that a pianist who plays at some particular meal during the week, like Saturday night. But you go into dueling and you can't escape the music if you wanted to. Because you go into pubs, and you'll find musicians come in, and somebody will buy them a pint, and they'll play all night. Or all afternoon. And I remember, I'm going to have to ask our guest, Bill O'Brien, if... There are two brothers from South Africa who went to Doolin because they heard the music or they heard about the music. And that has to be a couple of decades ago. And when they arrived, they were late teens, maybe early 20s. They were experienced and talented violinists. And they got to Doolin and they just moved in. So every time we went to Doolin, we would bump in to these two young Jewish violinists from South Africa. Darling young men who now are probably 12 or 15 years older than when I met them the first time. And I uh, wonder if they're still there. But there is magic in Dulin. Absolutely. Magic. When people talk about enchanting experiences in Ireland, I can guarantee you that going to Doolin will create a magical, memorable, enchanting experience in your memory bank that you will never forget. And so the combination of the charm of what Doolin itself looks like, great food as they would say in Ireland, great crack, which has nothing to do with drugs, people. It's spelled C-R-A-I-C, and it means great fun. Laughing, joking, being with friends, having a good time together. That's having good crack. And aside from the fabulous music, I think is very much inspired from the fabulous landscapes and seascapes. And if there's somebody that will know about the seascapes in Ireland and particularly in County Clare off the coast of Doolin and the Cliffs of Moher, it's this fellow, Bill O'Brien. I was introduced and sent in his direction by Catherine Webster years ago when she was executive director of the Visitors Center Experience at the Cliffs of Moher. And she said, well, you know, you've been here many times now, and you have seen the cliffs from the top of the cliffs. You visited, visited our visitor's experience exhibit. You've got the whole inside story on the cliffs. But if you really want to finish off that experience, round it out, have serious insights, you have to see the cliffs from the sea. It's like going to New York City and trying to see the skyline. You really can't see or appreciate the skyline of New York City from inside New York City because you're surrounded by the tall buildings and you can't really see up well. You can't see around or over the top. You can go to the top of some tall hotel and go out on their terrace, but go to New Jersey across the Hudson River and then you can really see the skyline. And so, same thing with the American Falls are more exciting than the Canadian Falls. But to see the American Falls at Niagara Falls, you have to go to Canada. It's like you got to go across the street to get a picture of what's on the other side. And so if you really want to experience the Cliffs of Mower, if you've been to the Cliffs of Mower in County Clare, Ireland, and you've never gone out on the sea, then you got to go back as soon as they lift this Iron Curtain of Disease and get on one of the boats of Doolin Ferry. And we're gonna be talking with Bill O'Brien, the, co- the, the founder and uh, chief cook and bottle washer and CEO of Doolin Ferry after this. movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps i want to do better than that and take you traveling by tv hi this is stephanie abrams join me on sundays on my new show travel tv with stephanie abrams airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m eastern time plan to sit right beside me We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com slash blog. That's S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot com slash blog and at BizTV.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays.
2: The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant, Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass, where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Ah, Curaçao, the island that offers vacationers
3: 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands. But dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors, Curaçao's capital city, Willemstad, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit Curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222.
4: Your U.S. passport is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler enrollment program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings. Visit us at travel.state.gov today.
0: It's travel with Stephanie Abrams.
1: I promised you a visit with the founder of Doolin Ferry, Mr. Bill O'Brien, loner of hat. <laughs> The first time I went to County Clare in the town of Doolin and went to Doolin Ferry, it was on a whim when sent in that direction by the executive director of the Cliffs of Moher, Catherine Webster, who said, you have to see the cliffs from the sea. It's remarkable. And we weren't expecting to go out on a boat. So I didn't have a hat with me. And it was a bright, sunny, gorgeous day. Yes, they actually have them in Ireland, although the Irish love to tell you about how it rains all the time. It's not true. And as is evidenced by the hundreds of thousands of sunny day photos we've taken in Ireland, but they love to dwell on it. But it was a gorgeous sunny day in May. And Bill took a look at me and said, well, you can't go out without a hat here. Take mine and put his white bucket hat on my head. And off I went. The next time we went on, the first time we did a 90-minute trip around and looking at the cliffs and just being at sea in the North Atlantic. The second time we went, again, it was a last-minute decision. And um, again, I borrowed his hat. I said, you'll never forget me. I'm the hat lady. And we did... um, It was a good few hours, and we went out to one of the Aran Islands, had a tour there, um, got some ice cream from the ice cream snack shack there, and got back on the boat, lollygagged around the water some more, and it was May. And I have to tell you people, in May 2021, maybe we'll have this under control. If you can get to Ireland in May, if you can get to Doolin and get to Bill O'Brien's Doolin Ferry, and not some people who are imitators and kind of co-opted the name they really don't belong attached to, so make sure it's Ferry, F-E-R-R-Y. Um, you can go out in May, and May, June, and about half of July, the puffins are nesting And if you want to add to the experience of your life, if you're a bird watcher, you'll lose your mind anyway because of the variety of birds nesting in the crevices of the cliffs. But mid-May through mid-July, puffin' time, people, and it's like watching a million daffy ducks. They are so funny and so cute, and it just adds to the whole experience. So thanks for joining us, Bill.
5: Yeah you're you're welcome Stephanie. So, Thank you for including me in your program.
1: Talk to me about how you got started in, in this business and what year would that have been?
5: Well, this would be our 50th year uh, that we that I would be celebrating. Uh, I started in 1970. When I started in Dublin, there was um uh, There wasn't any ferry to the Arden Islands or the Cliffs of Moher at the time. And I started off with a very small boat. It's uh, one of the traditional currucks that I bought of a a local musician and character called Rory O'Connor. And I used to charge people 10 shillings to go to the island that time. And the most I could bring in the curruk would be three or four people. And, Explain uh, what
1: a curragh is. People thought
5: I was crazy that I.
1: Explain what a curragh is. a is
5: a traditional. Uh, yeah, it's a traditional boat. that's mainly used, still used widely on the on the three island islands. It's made of uh, uh, canvas, uh, which is painted with tar and oak frames. Very very light frames and between each frame there's maybe an inch of where it's just canvas between you and the ocean oh wow and these were and these were used uh, for transporting animals even donkeys sheep some small cattle to the islands they're, they're only 20 feet long and the animals would be tied up and placed under the seats of the current and these were also used for lobster fishing on the three iron island islands and salmon fishing.
1: Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break and come right back. Uh, and I, w- I want to talk about getting in a boat that's made of canvas painted with tar. Kind of reminds me of St. Brendan, who sailed and wound up in Canada um, from Ireland in a boat made of leather. We'll be right back, people. Don't leave me, Stephanie Abrams here.
3: Portions of today's show brought to you by Curaçao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture. A UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curaçao, feel it for yourself. Visit curaçao.com.
4: Your U.S. password is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently 4 to 6 weeks, and expedited service takes 2 to 3 weeks. If you need your passport in less than 2 weeks, call 1-877 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler Enrollment Program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings. Visit us at travel.state.gov today.
1: Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my new show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com blog. That's sabram scom slash blog. And at bizTV.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays.
3: Ah, Curaçao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curaçao's capital city, Willemstad, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes gourmet restaurants local eateries and markets to satisfy every palate slide into curacao's live and let live way of life curacao feel it for yourself visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222 that's 800-328-7222
2: the magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting black forest where it snows year-round. Santa's workshop where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Rumors, Stephanie Abrams'
3: novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Traveling soon? Got
0: questions? Email Stephanie at Stephanie at sabrams.com. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams.
3: This weather report is brought to you by the Curaçao Tourism Board. The long-range weather forecast for the north coast-to-coast calls for snow, sleet, icy rain, slippery roads, and a chill factor well below freezing. The long-range forecast for Curaçao calls for warm and sunny today, warm and sunny tomorrow, next month, and the months that follow, with highs around 86 degrees and lows around 76. Isn't it time to plan your breakaway in Curaçao now? Learn more at curaçao.com. That's C-U-R-A-C-A-O dot com. It's travel
0: with Stephanie Abrams.
1: I want to welcome K-F-O-W-A-M 1170 and K-F-O-W 106.3 FM in Minnesota. Um, Milder winters in Ireland, people. Uh, If this disease thing lets up sooner rather than later, don't get nervous about going to Ireland in the wintertime. We do, we've done it oh, 10 years in a row. Well, nine years in a row plus 2002. We were in Ireland December, January for anywhere in the early stages, two weeks. Then we grew into three weeks. And then for about eight years, we went for 29 nights between early December and early January. <clears throat> and um, And if you do that, by the way, You bypass the increase in the airfare around Christmas time and New Year's time. You go maybe eight, nine days before Christmas, 10 days before Christmas, and you come back um, six, seven days after the New Year, and you're into the low winter rates. So, um, and I expect there's gonna be some real incentives to people to fly. Um, Right now, if you fly to Ireland, it is in lockdown. Um, Until now, um, Americans coming in anyway had to quarantine for 14 days, but I want to plant the seeds for you because the time will come, like with every other disease our marvelous scientific community has come up with a vaccination for, we'll get there. Sooner or later, we will get there. It will be safe to take the vaccine. Uh, It will... Uh, create an immunity in your system and just like from all those shots you got as a baby that you don't remember and I don't remember, you'll never have to worry about smallpox. Even though smallpox, well I understand smallpox is now completely eradicated after some big swing through inoculating millions and millions of people in India. Smallpox is now gone from the earth. But most of the diseases are out there and what keeps us safe from measles and and chicken pox and polio is the fact that as children we got shots and that kept us safe. Every now and then you hear of a little outbreak because somebody decided it's not a good idea to vaccinate your child, which sets us up for illness. But this is going to get behind us, and I want to plant the seeds now so that you can start prioritizing at the top of your list when you can break out of the four walls confining you, where do you want to go? And you will find joy in planning the trip now. It'll give you one more thing to do while you've got more free time because you're not commuting, or more free time because you're not as busy as you used to be doing some things you used to do. Even though you're busy or doing other things. So, on the line with me is Bill O'Brien. He is the founder and CEO of Doolin Ferry. And it's singular people, and that's the one you want to look for. Doolin Ferry, as if there's one ferry, which isn't the case. Doolin Ferry dot, and it's not like fairies that live in hawthorn trees in Ireland that are not sweet and adorable like our fairies in fairy tales. No, Irish fairies, you don't want to mess with them because if you should cut down a hawthorn tree, which is where fairies nest in Ireland. Did you know that? No, you'd never want to cut down a hawthorn tree because that's where the fairies' homes are, and for the rest of your life, they would plague you with pranks and tricks and just be mean because that's just how they are. They don't have a good reputation. (laughs) So I wonder if they Bill, is there something you can leave at the base of a hawthorn tree that would bribe a fairy into liking you? Or are they just nasty?
5: Well, well, I remember my father telling me one time, we grew up on a farm and I was clearing some of the land and there was this single white thorn tree grown in the center of a field. And I never realized that he, he believed in fairies I, he was a very practical man, but he said, "Don't cut down that tree," uh, because, uh, and I said, "Why?" He wouldn't tell me why, but he said, "You should never touch a lone tree." So I I presume that it was because of the fairies.
1: Well, I have to tell you, it's 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 funny you say that because, I was at a dinner, in Lanesboro, Ireland, which is twinned with Lanesboro, Massachusetts, where I live through the auspices of some skullduggery that I and my husband um, put into that twinning relationship. And we were at a dinner and a former, one of the two butcher shop owners, John Casey, in Lanesboro, he's now retired and sold the shop. But he was sitting at this table And somebody was telling, I want to say it was Fabian Walsh. So those of you listening on podcasts in Ireland, you know these people. Um, Fabian Walsh said something about, uh, that's where I learned, you don't cut down hawthorn trees because the fairies will play pranks on you the rest of your life. You'll be just miserable. And um, John Casey sat up very straight and very tall in his chair and said, well, that's just a superstition. And Fabian looked at him and said, but you wouldn't be cutting down a hawthorn tree, would you? John and John shook his head wildly left to right and said, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so while it may be a superstition, you wouldn't want to be tempting fate.
4: <laughs> no,
5: that that is very true. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, um, let's, uh, you know, um, I'm so glad I thought about you, and I'm still trying to put together what in my mind brought me to thinking about Doolin and thinking about Doolin Ferry. So, you started with these boats that were essentially traditional Irish boats. Yeah, but what was the, oh, now, thank you. Thank you. My producer... Since we are producing at home still, people, I'm not going to my studio. God bless my crew that goes into the studio and does all the things they need to do for the programming. But I'm, I'm, um, like we did when we were in County Antrim, Northern Ireland, for four of the five months we were in Ireland this year because we couldn't get home. Um I'm broadcasting from our bedroom, (laughs) and my husband is producing from what we call the morning room, which is adjacent to the kitchen where we have breakfast. So um, he just came to the doorway to remind me what made me think of it. Um, I've written a blog at sabrams.net, S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot net, and it's about the closing of the Roosevelt Hotel in New York City. The hotel is almost 100 years in operation. Um, they probably, new owners came in, I don't know how long ago, and they spruced it up and whatever. But when we were there, it was what real estate agents used to call tired. And we were there as part of a group during Toy Fair in the early 19, no, I'd say, huh, what year would it have been? Yeah, it would have been in the late 70s, early 80s, somewhere in there. So um, that hotel had a reputation of being a pickup point, and I guess they had rooms in the hotel, but you know, I don't know a lot about their business, um, uh, of prostitutes. And I only found that out by accident, and I've written a blog about it at sabrams.net. But in essence, um, my husband was, it was in February, it was Toy Fair which is when the nation and the international buyers of toys assemble in New York City to see all the new toy products and uh, to buy for the following Christmas for their department stores, toy stores, shops of all kinds, whatever. And um, I came into Manhattan for one of the three weeks he would be in Manhattan during Toy Fair, and I did this every year, whatever hotel we stayed at. And because they made the reservations late in the year, Bill, the only hotel that had 50 rooms for the company was the Roosevelt, which was the least nice of all the hotels we ever stayed in over the years. And I'm standing in the lobby waiting for him to pick me up at 5.30 to go out to dinner with some big shot buyers from some big chain of stores. And um, I'm all dressed up waiting for him just hanging out in the lobby near the side door. And this guy came up to me and he said, uh, I wonder if you've got some free time. And then I realized I'm in hooker heaven in this place. And I said, (laughs) well, you know, um, I really don't because my husband, the New York City Police Commissioner, will be picking me up in a couple of minutes. But if you want to hang out with me, I'll be happy to introduce you to him. And he took off like a bat out of hell. And um, so I was thinking about hookers, which is what that place was referred to as, Hooker Heaven. And when I think, you know, all roads in my brain either lead to where I live in Berkshire County, Massachusetts, or they lead to Ireland. And so in thinking about hookers, I thought of you, Bill. Now, my audience may be reeling from that, but the reason – explain why one of your boats – has been, I don't know if that boat's still in service or you have a new boat with the same name, but it's called the Happy Hooker. And when I saw that boat the first time, I fell out hysterical laughing until I got a little education. So we only think we speak the same language. Yeah, Explain yeah. what a hooker is.
5: Yeah, well, well, when we... Uh, initially, I did own that boat. I don't own it anymore. But uh, uh, when I when I named it, I named it after the traditional boats that were in Galway, called Galway hookers, which are uh, a wooden boat with great sails on them, a very fine ship. But uh, having christened it, I never realised the consequences (laughs) of it. (laughs) But mind you, I wasn't, uh, it didn't take long before the American uh, tourists uh... Advise, advised, me of. Uh, it had another meaning. Well, so you know, we only I think. Said, well,
1: we we only think we speak the still, same language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Can you imagine? It was the closing of the Roosevelt Hotel that made me think of you, Doolin Ferry, yeah. <laughs> Ireland, and yeah, the Happy Hooker. The Happy Hooker. But you know, in my mind—all connections ultimately lead to Ireland. I'm just yeah, wired that yeah. way.
5: But uh, yeah, so that and,
1: that's uh, what it was. But in any event... And um...
5: actually, the, yeah, this, the, the ship's register uh, wasn't too pleased. I was wondering why he was frowning when I told him I was going to name it uh, the Happy Hooker. Well, but, that's that's um, very funny. But anyhow, we've kind of moved on to bigger and better and maybe more... Uh, more Continental names are more acceptable names like uh, the Doolan Express and the Arnold Islands Express, which are new modern vessels that we've over the last three I, years.
1: I think you need to christen or rechristen one of your boats and call it the happy hooker because you'll get a lot more viral play on the internet with the happy hooker than you will with the (laughs) dolan express we're going to take a quick break and come right back and talk about where does bill take people and why is it such a memorable experience don't leave me we'll be right back this is stephanie abrams
4: Your U.S. passport is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks, and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler Enrollment Program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings. Visit us at travel.state.gov today.
3: Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Traveling soon? Got
0: questions? Email Stephanie at Stephanie at S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot
2: com. It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass, where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24.
1: TV show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my new show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com slash blog. That's S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot com slash blog and at BizTV.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays.
3: Ah, Curaçao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curaçao's capital city, Willemstad, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes gourmet restaurants local eateries and markets to satisfy every palate slide into curacao's live and let live way of life curacao feel it for yourself visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222 that's 800-328-7222
0: It's travel with Stephanie Abrams.
1: On the line with me is one of the nicest people on the planet, Mr. Bill O'Brien, who is married to one of the nicest women I know, Eileen. And um, it's a pleasure to to have had the opportunity to talk with Eileen the other day when we made plans to have you come do an interview with me to bring people up to date on Doolin Ferry, and it's F-E-R-R-Y, and don't take any substitutes, people. DoolinFerry.com. So um, how many boats do you have now leaving from Doolin in County Clare on the west coast of Ireland, going out for a little day trip or half-day trip or out to one or more of the Arid Islands?
5: Well, well, Stephanie, we currently have three And uh, my son now was very involved in the business with me. We've won 100-seater. We've won 200-seater. Oh, my gosh. Four years ago. And this uh, season, this summer, we introduced another new one of a 250-seater.
1: Well, geez, when uh, when I went out with you, um, I think maybe 30 people, 40 people, maybe, if it was that many, could get on your boat. It was. They were smaller boats. Yeah. Wow! Haven't smaller you grown? boats.
5: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole business has mushroomed. You know, there is a new deep water harbour put in uh, in place now by the local county council, and we can, you know, we can sail into the harbour at any stage of the tide. Prior to this, we used to have to do transshipment. The boats couldn't get right to the pier we'd have to put people into these smaller boats to take them out to the big boats, uh, like Tinder right. ships. But now these, these vessels are, well, actually we bought them in France. So they're, they're on the same equivalent of what you would see down in the Mediterranean. You know, uh, so they're, they're super boats. They're very comfortable, very fast.
1: When, when you mentioned, Galway County Council made me think of Clare County Council because uh, you're in County Clare,
5: Clare. and
1: that made yeah. me think of Joe Aiken is he still around he was mayor um, uh, and he played Brian Beru he would dress up in the thousandth anniversary of the battle um, that Brian Beru led um, he he would dress up and golly he looked just like the drawings and paintings of Brian Beru I mean the man was reincarnated. Yeah. Is he around at all?
5: Well Well, I haven't seen him now for a while, but uh Well I if suppose, you do um, give him my love. I, I would be I would be a direct descendant of Brian Bruin because
1: Because you're an O'Brien
5: were, were, Yeah, you're... Yeah, they were a stronghold in in Clare.
1: And you've got O'Brien's Tower sitting right there at the Cliffs of Moher.
5: Yeah, yeah, O'Brien's Tower was owned by Cornelius O'Brien, and he was one of the big landowners in Clare. And we would uh, be direct descendants of of him. Now, the O'Brien's had 157 castles in Clare, and I think On the harbor, as you could see, we ended up in a trailer. So somebody must have spent a lot of money along the way.
1: Wow. Well, no, I I think you had some help from those folks across the Irish Sea, uh, pushing people off their lands and whatnot. I'm, you know, I have no Irish (laughs) blood, but I have a great sense of fairness and justice, and the injustice that's been heaped on the Irish for far too many millennia and uh, at least 800 years of it that we can point to from those guys on the other side of the Irish Sea from you. Um, And yet they'll stop for tea with their little pinky finger in the air so well-poised and delicately. But um, the history stinks. (laughs) It just stinks. In fact, I'm reading two (laughs) books now by a guy. His last name is Cahill. Um, but, I'm, you know, I'm yes. not pronouncing it the Irish way. Um, one is yeah. how the one I'm starting now, I'm about just 15 pages in, is called How the Irish Saved Civilization. Have you read that?
5: Probably no, not. No, I haven't. No. Now, well,
1: you ought to. I mean, you probably the, you've probably got the history of it embedded in your brain. But um, yeah, yeah,
5: give rather,
1: us give us in the next minute. Where do you take people on your boats?
5: Yeah, well we take them from Doolan Pier to the Three Iron Islands. And the Three Iron Islands are three Gaelic speaking islands, they're the three biggest islands off the west coast of Ireland, and Gaelic is their first language.
1: Ah, uh, people,
5: yeah.
1: I really need a dose of Ireland. So we're gonna take a break for the top of the hour news and come back and we're gonna go on a trip with Bill O'Brien and Doolin Ferry to the Aran Islands. So stay with me. We're flying high.
0: Welcome to Travel with Stephanie Abrams.
1: You know, I'm about to do something I so rarely do. And when I think about it, it's funny how often that when I do do what I am about to do, it's generally with somebody in Ireland. And that is hold over from one hour into another my guest. And in the past, I have held over the Baron of Salt, who is the Lord of the Manor at Balik Castle in Balinagh, County Mayo, or my good friend Mark Leslie, whose family owns Castle Leslie in County Monaghan, and he is um, a genius at Exhibitor and Visitor Center exhibits. Uh, and as, as a matter of fact... The first exhibit put into the visitor center at the Cliffs of Moher was from his company Martello, and he's done all over the world. In Malta, he's done now. I think it's three exhibits in Malta. The new fine art, the, fi- the new exhibit at the Fine Arts Museum there, when the capital city of Malta, Valletta, was named the uh, EU City of Culture, and. Um, Fort St. Angelo and the Science Museum in Malta and uh, the J.P. Morgan Library did a six month run of an exhibit called Churchill the Power of Words and that was Mark and his company Mark Leslie and Martello so I, when I have him on there's, oh, there's never enough time and uh, in fact I need to get him back on the air again and catch up with him see how he's doing but there's, you know, there's a reason I, I talk about Ireland a lot. Um, and as politically goofy as the island that is Ireland can be, there is a level of humanity. There is a level of caring. There is passion in everything. Um, and I guess it's one of the reasons that I identify so much with Irish people having no Irish blood myself and uh fi fo fum my husband's got blood of an Englishman because his father was born in Manchester. But uh, we'll forgive him for that. But um, I'm either 1,000% in or I'm not interested at all. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to black and white, that's me. Uh, I don't have time to waste with things I'm only wishy-washy about. And if I get involved with something, I am up to my nose and over my ears, and only my eyes are peeping out over the top of whatever the project is. So I understand zoning in with passion. And when you go to Ireland, you find that whatever people choose to do, whatever form their life takes, they are in it. A 1,000%, and they are looking for ways to make it better all the time. And you feel it, you feel the energy around you. It is an incredibly inspirational place. And like where I live in Berkshire County in Western Massachusetts, where if you have a non-polluting industry, you're very welcome to come and live here. (laughs) Have a polluting industry, just send the people that work remotely from home. (laughs) Keep your pollution somewhere else. <laughs> but like Ireland, where I live, looks like the northwest of Ireland. It looks like Donegal. Mountains, um, more trees than you'll ever see in Ireland. And, um, well, we have great ponds. We like to call them lakes, but none of them are really big enough to qualify as a bona fide lake. But we like to say we live on a lake. But because of the nature of the topography of the land and in Ireland the seascapes as well and because of the nature of the people you find that both Berkshire County where I live and Ireland are places that attract creative people because the environment is inspirational and regardless of the weather because I have to tell you, a good rainstorm with a bunch of wind outside your window is a very romantic thing. Especially when you've, you're in Ireland and you can have a peat fireplace going. And there's a roaring fire and the smell of the peat. And You either want to write a good mystery, mystery novel or you want to read one. It's one or the other. <laughs> so there are people like me and there's a fellow who lives not far from where I live, named William Shirley, who from what I understand is a descendant of the William Shirley in 1741 who was the governor of Massachusetts appointed by King George. And he splits his time running back and forth between Ireland and Berkshire County. And I met him only once in a place that used to be called Matt Riley's Pub in Lanesboro, Massachusetts. We miss you, Matt Riley's. And I asked him, does he spend six months of the year here and six months of the year in Ireland? He said, no. I come back here and I stay as long as I can take it and then when I need a dose of Ireland, I go home. (laughs) So every couple of months he would bounce back and forth between Ireland and Berkshire County which is basically what I've done for the last 20 years. And I understand it, because there is something more that you need to tank up your life with fuel. Unlike a vehicle you can pull into the gasoline or petrol station and just tank up and drive out, you need to replenish your spirit and remind yourself of why are you here anyway? What do you need to be doing? What do you need to be accomplishing? What do you need to be fulfilling your life with? And I find being in Ireland a completely rejuvenating experience. Because on their goofiest, craziest days, they are the sanest people I know. And the most generous, warm, caring, compassionate, filled with humanity. Or as Shakespeare would have said, the milk of human kindness it is in abundance. And daily, I have experiences, more lately on the telephone, but on occasion in person, where I look at somebody and say, if I were in Ireland, the person answering me or responding to me would not have said what you just said, It just comes naturally to be kind. And people react to that. So often I hear people say, Well, you know, I don't need to go someplace because the people are nice. Really? Did you ever go someplace where the people weren't nice? Did you want to go back? (laughs) I've been to places. Hotel was great, the food was great, the place was gorgeous. The people were miserable. (laughs) They were doing you a favor answering a question or serving you in a resort, no less. It's like, you'll never get me back here again. So there's only one region in all of Ireland that I have not explored except for a few hours on one of the Aran Islands. And I was lucky enough to be with my feet on the ground on that island and in a donkey mule-pulled cart that had seating like a police van in the back, (laughs) open air, that took us around this rocky island, but it's not it's it's a museum island. It's not a place people live. And so you can go and you can see the island and we did that with Doolin Ferry, F E R R Y, do not accept the substitute. Doolinferry.com. And but there are other Erin Islands and at least one of them is very popular with a few little inns or B&Bs or whatever on it. We've never managed to get there yet. It's the one thing I haven't spent enough time exploring. So in the last hour, if you missed it, you can go to sabrams.net and click on the podcast for today's show. And you can hear the last hour that you missed with the founder and CEO of Doolin Ferry, Bill O'Brien, a descendant, of the O'Briens of County Clare. And so I asked Bill if he would stay over because I really need to know more about how you can visit the Do- the Aran Islands by ferry because there is a little plane and I'm talking little here, people. It's like the planes that fly to Nantucket and, and whatever, those little areas, Martha's Vineyard kind of areas. Little tiny planes. I, you, you don't get me in those little tiny planes. I don't do those. Planes got to have at least 18 seats for me. <laughs> but even then, I, I prefer a plane that's not under 39 seats. Then I'll get on. But um, you can get to the Aran Islands by boat. And so I'd like to hear more about that too, because just maybe... That's going to be my first go-to place when this corona curtain rises and my corona voyaging is over and we can start real travel again and go and visit the Aran Islands as my first go-to place on my list of where I'm going when we can start traveling again outside of the U.S. In the meantime, think Stay and Play USA and start planning your trip abroad. So we're going to talk with Bill O'Brien from Doolin Ferry, and you can check them out at sabrams.net as well. Right after this.
3: Guests of Stephanie Abrams Travel Shows when here in the Berkshires of Western Massachusetts stay at the delightful and trendy boutique Hotel on North. Visit their website at hotelonnorth.com.
1: Show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my new show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com slash blog. That's S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot slash blog. And at bizTV.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays.
2: The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique, entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting black forest, where it snows year-round, Santa's workshop where he welcomes visitors every day of the year, and the Bavarian Christmas Village filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. Where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24.
3: (music) Ah, Curaçao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands. But dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors, Curaçao's capital city, Willemstad, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit Curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222.
4: Your U.S. Passport is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks, and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler enrollment program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings visit us at travel.state.gov today
0: it's travel with stephanie abrams
1: on the line with me live from county clare ireland is bill mr doolan ferry himself o'brien and i want to thank you for joining us today um the only experience I've had in the Aaron Islands, Bill, is thanks to you and Dolan Ferry. And um, why don't you talk just a little bit about that trip? Because I think it was, uh, I don't know, how many hours is that trip? It's about four
5: hours, maybe? Well, Stephanie, if you just do the island on a zone to go to Inishir, with these new now we have in the last a couple of years, uh, it's 15 minutes from Doolan to go across. The boat does a cruising speed of 20 knots. It's uh, 25 minutes to the Middle Island, and it's 35 minutes to the Large Island.
1: Okay, and, give us uh, the names the of the Large Island. Give us the names. Is one
5: um, Inishmore uh, the nearest one? The nearest one to, to Clare is Inishir, which means East Island. Inishman, which means middle island, which means large island.
1: What's on the last Inish
5: one? Moore, there's about 800 inhabitants.
1: Oh, you're breaking up. that's uh, not good.
5: Yeah, on Inishmoor, Inish there's about 800 inhabitants. And it it prides itself on having some of the earlier settlements uh, landed on Inishmoor. And there are ring forts there dating back to three thousand BC, even some settlements as old as the pyramids of Egypt. Wow. And um, these islands are very unique, have totally unspiled, have stone walls, small cottages, you know, no motor cars on Inishir or Inishman. What's really, the name what's the name of want to go- you, you
1: you broke up just a little bit. What's the name of the third island, yeah. the one that's thirty five minutes away from uh, Doolin? Uh,
5: uh, that's Inishmore, the large island. Right. More Inishmore, it means big island.
1: Now, when 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 yeah. we went out with you, the one that nobody lives on, and we went around on a, a cart pulled by a mule or a donkey or something, um, it wasn't a horse. Um, yeah. what, what island was that? It was like a half day thing. Uh, uh
5: you, you 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 were on in this year. Now there is people living on Inashir, Stephanie. There there is, but uh obviously you were met at the harbour and uh taken out to the out outback if you like. Right. And uh that's where that's where O'Brien's Tower is. You see all the stone walls. Very few people, but uh it's a really pretty well, island. Well who lives there beautiful in? beach.
1: What what is it like where the people Pardon? live? What is it like where the people live on that on Enoshir?
5: Oh yeah, the oh yes, it's uh, well the the people live on the north side of the island uh, and on the south side because of the prevailing winds. There's no settlements there because you're out in the mid-Atlantic, and uh, on the north side, the villages are on the north side of the island.
1: And, and but, how, uh, how many people would you say live there?
5: Do we? Yeah, there's a two hundred people, over two hundred people living on that island.
1: Wow. Wow.
5: And and you know, it, it actually it has five villages that island, and a chapel, a graveyard, uh, three pubs, some nice little uh, uh, places to eat. Uh, not signposted, you just walk around these high stone walls and uh, uh, you can see little places where you can hop um, hop in for coffee or or tea or maybe a light lunch. I mean, it's, it's really a magical island.
1: Yeah, no and kidding. It's
5: a true representation of Irish Ireland as it was, you know, back in the, you know, 100, 200 years ago.
1: Oh, man, that sounds so inviting. Yeah. I, you know, it, it wouldn't take much for me to be a hermit, really. <laughs> and yeah. I have so much on my yeah, plate. Well, to, quite as a... long as I have internet connection,
5: I'm yeah. good. <laughs> All I need is, I don't, uh, you know. Yeah, well, so go ahead. Well, at times, times it's not good. It's kind of like the phone connection, yeah. and uh, it suits a lot of people. No, it did attract a, a number of writers. I you would had think sing so.
1: And, I would uh, think so.
5: Sing was, well, yeah.
1: Well, we're going to take a quick break and, and come right was, back. And we're going to learn more about the, you know, the Aran Islands. And I have to tell you, I have a suspicion that if I went to the Aran Islands, I might want to live there. We'll be right back. Don't leave me.
3: Portions of today's show brought to you by Curaçao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture. A UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curaçao, feel it for yourself. Visit curaçao.com.
4: Your U.S. password is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks, and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler enrollment program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings. Visit us at travel.state.gov today.
1: Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my new show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com blog. That's sabram dot blog and at BizTV.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays.
3: Ah, Curaçao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands. But dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors, Curaçao's capital city, Willemstad, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find wide variety of sidewalk cafes gourmet restaurants local eateries and markets to satisfy every palate slide into curacao's live and let live way of life curacao feel it for yourself visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222 that's 800-328-7222
2: The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting black forest, where it snows year-round, Santa's workshop where he welcomes visitors every day of the year, and the Bavarian Christmas Village filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant, Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets,
3: lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Traveling soon? Got questions? Email
0: Stephanie at Stephanie at S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot com. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams.
3: This weather report is brought to you by the Curacao Tourism Board. The long-range weather forecast for the north coast-to-coast calls for snow, sleet, icy rain, slippery roads, and a chill factor well below freezing. The long-range forecast for Curacao calls for warm and sunny today, warm and sunny tomorrow, next month, and the months that follow, with highs around 86 degrees and lows around 76. Isn't it time to plan your breakaway in Curacao now? Learn more at Curacao.com. That's C-U-R-A-C-A-O dot com. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams.
1: On the line with me live from County Clare, Ireland, is Bill O'Brien, founder and CEO of Doolin Ferry, and that's F-E-R-R-Y, DoolinFerry.com. There are those out there who are trying to uh, usurp the name Make sure you look for the one and only Doolinferry.com, which I can talk about because I know Bill a long time. We probably met in something like, oh my gosh, uh, 2005 or 6 maybe. And um, I've been on um, Doolin Ferry expeditions twice. One was um, 90 minutes where you just went out on the North Atlantic. And Doolin is about, I don't know, it's a short ride. Maybe it's 20, 30 minutes, if it's that long, from um, the Cliffs of Moher, and that's a place you need to go. So all you have to do is when you get to the Cliffs of Moher, I think you make a left turn, and that'll take you to Doolin. Um, Do I have that right, Bill?
5: Yeah, yeah, when you pass... When you pass the Cliffs of Moher going north, you come to the first four crossroads and uh, there's a filling station there and you take a lift. That brings you down to the village in Doolan. And uh, it's a very a very pit- picturesque drive. You come down past, um, you know, the there's also a castle on your way down to the harbour and uh, you can see the three Iron Islands and actually the 12pins of Connemara. Uh, uh, the cliffs are quite elevated and the entrance to Doolan from that direction uh, is very elevated. It's It's a spectacular view.
1: The 12pins of Connemara yeah. is like a... They're they're big hills. I mean, I think they like to think they're mountains.
5: Yeah, they're they yeah, they're they really big hills. But they call them the twelve pens the twelve pens of Connemara. Yeah. Now they say in Doolin, if you can see them on a clear day, that is not a good sign of the weather. Uh, but I don't know why, because it can be only a very clear day when you see them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the next
5: day might mightn't be so good. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. That's like but saying in Berkshire uh, County no, it's
1: going to be cold in the winter. Yeah, uh-huh. so <laughs> you don't need a crystal ball well, for that.
5: <laughs> well, no, Well, it's funny when you mentioned the turf fire and, and living that you live by a lake because that's where I got my interest in, in boats. I live right, I'm looking out onto the water now. I live by a lake called a Keen Lake. And, li- and Eileen has a big turf fire. What what is Down.
1: what is the lake you live on? Lacry. Uh,
5: Likine, L-I-C-K-E-E-N. Oh, I don't know lake. that
1: lake. I have to look it up.
5: Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, it's it's been a it's been a magical fifty years uh, since I went to Dublin first, and uh, I just. Uh, you know, I wouldn't have stayed that long if I didn't if I didn't like it or enjoy what I'm Where doing. Where did you and move I've from? Well,
1: Where did you move from? Where did you start
5: out? Well, I, I'm I l I was I was born on a farm beside a lake which is six miles from Doula. And when I went to Doula first and started the ferries, people thought I was crazy. They said nobody would want to who would want to go out to out to the Iron Islands or down to the Cliffs of Moher? Now, in the summer period, one hundred and fifty thousand people would would take that trip. Wow! So, so that's wow. Uh, and you know, it it is disappointing, I suppose, that the virus. But look, it's only one year in our life, and I feel that there will be a vaccine soon, and uh, the American market how many people didn't get out of the States last year would really love to, to come next year.
1: Well, that's uh, the reason we're the year talking after, now. So. And that's the reason we're talking now because, you know, a um, hundred years ago when my children were very little um, and um, I I was gained, my, my, my career was um, wife and mother. Um, and you know, putting you know my education on the shelf, and to do important things like being wife and mother, and um, in order to keep things lively in my life, I would plan two big trips a year, and a weekend breakaway for every four to six weeks, and we lived in New York. So I would plan trips to Virginia, which was one of my favorite places to visit, to Pennsylvania, um, to Delaware, um, to Maryland. Uh, You you name the, the, the drive market region. And we would put, would you imagine, two children under school age and what you would call a red setter and we call an Irish setter Whose name was Sir Timothy Dog, spelled with two G's. And when Sir Timothy Dog stood up on his hind legs, he could put his front paws, one each, on my husband's shoulders and kiss my husband on his nose. Now, my husband is two (coughs) meters tall, six foot six. So, and this dog, when he stretched out, laid on the floor or across, diagonally across my bed, Stretching out from end to end, he was as long as my husband, six foot six, two meters, and so we would put two two little ones, um, even when my my youngest was a baby, uh, and Sir Timothy dog in the car, and off we would go on a weekend adventure, and planning dinner parties for thirty to forty people, and planning that next. Weekend trip, breakaway, or that next trip to Europe, or the Caribbean, or somewhere. Um, that having a goal in mind, planning the trip is as much a part of the trip as taking the trip itself, and the excitement and the things you're learning about what you want to do and where you want to go and. Don't leave it to chance, people. Don't just land and open, you know, go online and see, well, what is there to see here? Decide what you want out of the trip first. And the best way to do that, find yourself a good travel advisor. And don't just pick based on price. You know, find a real human being who you can share what your vision, your goal, your dream is because doing Travel planning, self-inflicted, is like brain surgery, self-inflicted. So, um, in terms of going out to the Aran Islands, which is a place, uh, the only time I've ever talked with anybody from the Aran Islands was a good 10 years ago at uh, Irish Fest in Milwaukee. And the city of Milwaukee all summer long has Summerfest. And some of the time, it's just great food and great bands. So they have 17 live stages along Lake Michigan. And um, one of, then they have a bunch of ethnic fests. And every weekend, there's another one, Thursday to Sunday. And so they'd have Arabic fest and Mexican fest and Greek fest and um, Jewish fest. Uh, And um, I bet you could have gotten knishes at their food stands. And um, I'm just wondering, um, you know, when when it was exactly. But it had to be, I'm going to say it was around 2007 or so. There were some people from when they did Irish Fest who had come from the Aran Islands. And I used to go, and in the lobby of the Pfister Hotel in Milwaukee, they would sit me up in front of the grand fireplace there, which is next to the bar, and exhibitors from Ireland would come over and meet me in the lobby. And I would interview them. And I met a fellow who owned... um, not a large, but a moderate-sized um, guest house or inn. And that's the only time we've ever talked with anybody in the Aran Islands. So do you ever yes. take people over and leave them and then pick them up the next time you come by to come back so that they can spend a night yeah, or more? The,
5: yeah, quite a, quite a lot of people do that. We it wouldn't be uncommon that there would be overnighters on the three islands. Maybe there could be up to seven or eight hundred people who would stay overnight. Some of them maybe stay a week. Wow. Some of them, as you as you said, went there and never left it. <laughs> uh, went there and got married and lived there. There's quite a few American girls living on the island, got married there. And uh, never wanted to leave. And it's, it's just incredible how they adapted, fitted in, learned the language, and uh, raised, uh, you know, very, very fine families.
1: Well, you know, the, the biggest island is, uh, is it Inishmore or Inishma?
5: In, Inishmore. Inishmore. Inishmore, yes.
1: And how many people would, would live on that island? Uh,
5: about 800. 800 people wow and, and there's uh there's uh, some large guest houses some one hotel a number of B's. now there's some glamping, and you know there's something there campsites there's something there for hostels for all all types of tourists uh we get our our biggest uh, business was the american market uh this year we didn't have any American well, Any not. Europeans. Yeah, we just had Irish people and we were only able to operate for July and August. But a lot a lot of people came. Irish people came. Oh
1: I'm sure during they were ready to break August,
5: out and These are people. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well we were we were so,
5: touring for, so
1: we were touring for almost three weeks. When four days before three days before we were supposed to fly home we learned our flight was cancelled we learned that our March 18th flight was canceled on yeah. March, the night of March 15th. And um, everything was shutting yeah. down. And the hotel we were at, Acton's in Kinsale, right on the waterfront, yeah. Um,
4: yeah, nice told sometimes. us they were
1: closing at yeah. noon the next day. And we were moving to another hotel the next day that we never got to because everything was closing down. And we knew we're not getting home because Aer Lingus just told us they're not flying. And if we didn't find a house to rent, we'd be sleeping in the car. So um, the next morning, I made one phone call to a very dear friend who owns a cottage called Corner Cottage, and we did Let's Make a Deal. And um, we moved into Corner Cottage in Cairn Castle, Ballygally, Larne, County Antrim, Northern Ireland, a very long address. Uh, One Drum the Greg Road. Took me forever to learn to say that. And um, fell in love with this cottage. Would have loved to have stayed there forever. But we were in Ireland a total of five months because we couldn't get home. And I have to tell you, wasn't a bad deal. (laughs) We're going to take a quick commercial break and come right back and talk more about the experience on going out to sea and seeing from the North Atlantic the Cliffs of Moher and reaching the Aran Islands, a place that's more difficult to get to. And I'm telling you now, Bill, um, the next time I get to Ireland, I'm gonna be on one of your boats and you're gonna drop me on one of those islands and I'm gonna stay for days days and days and days and days and days and days. We'll be right back. Don't leave me Stephanie Abrams here.
4: The U.S. passport is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler enrollment program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings visit us at travel.state.gov today.
3: Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Traveling soon? Got questions? Email
0: Stephanie at Stephanie at S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot com. It's travel
2: with Stephanie Abrams. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting black forest, where it snows year-round, Santa's workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year, and the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. Where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24.
1: Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my new show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com slash blog. That's S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot com slash blog and at BizTV.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays.
3: Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit Curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222.
0: It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. On the
1: line with me is Bill O'Brien. I am getting my dose of Ireland from home because unless I want to fly over and stay quarantined for two weeks, um, there's no point in going uh, at this time. And um, how are things doing? I understand that this very moment, both Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland have gone into a fairly serious lockdown. So, um, yeah,
5: we're. Give us an update. Yeah, we're currently in a lockdown now for five weeks. And uh, it's, look, where we live, we live in the country. It doesn't seem too bad. I pity people who live in cities and towns, particularly older people who live on their own. But, you know, we. The virus didn't really get, a, 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 not many people died here. Uh, not many people got sick. Uh, you know, The government seemed to have a good handle on how they're dealing with it. But just going back to what we spoke about previous, I forgot to say that my, my son Liam, I married an American girl. She's from upstate New York. I, I understand is, she's her, from
1: Saratoga.
5: Yes, yeah, Saratoga, well, Saratoga, Saratoga is about
1: a 90 minute drive from my house. Because yeah. we live
5: So she came
1: We live 29 yeah. miles from she, Albany. And once you get to Albany, it's a half hour trip yeah. to 20 minutes maybe to get to Saratoga.
5: Yeah. Well, she region. came and bought a t- ticket at the office in Doolan and never left. So for all the Americans out there that are thinking coming to Ireland, not alone May you you would get a holiday, but you you may get a husband, girls.
1: <laughs> oh, you Irish men, you're such charmers. <laughs> well, um, I was uh, asking Eileen, and I hope you'll remind her to help me track down Becky Flanagan, who was from California. Yeah, I... went on a college trip—a two-month, a one-month college trip: two weeks in Ireland, two weeks in France. She got to Ireland. She got to uh, Liz Um or... Um, Liz, name, yeah. I, I can't say that word. Anyway, one of those places this, near this you. And she met John. Yeah. And they fell in love in two weeks. And they, she didn't go on to Paris, but she called her mother often and, and told her she's in France having a wonderful time. And then told her mother she's going to leave France and go back to Ireland and somebody's given her a job so she's going to work and earn some college pocket money and she never left three children later she's still in Ireland um, but in any event and I really right. need to track her down and on the second and it's good that I'm bringing her up on the second time I was on Dolan Ferry um We had spent the day with Becky when she had two children and her two little girls who were darling and Becky and my husband and I, they'd never, I don't think they'd been on Doolin Ferry before or else she had been and she said, oh, you got to go again. So we all went together as a little family group, although we're not related, um, just related in love. And we went out and that was another wonderful, memorable day that connected the dots between Ireland, Becky and her family, and um, Doolin, Ferry, and my husband and myself. It was a glorious day. So what, what is yeah? The,
5: no, they're good
4: friends.
1: Well, yeah, we got, we got to track them down. Friends, I lost uh, track of them a couple yeah. of years ago. Um, in any event, yeah. w- what message do you need to leave with my audience related to why you need to get out on the sea? In order to really experience all of Ireland with greater insight.
5: Yeah, well, when you when you arrive in Doolan and you take the take the ferry out to the islands, it's almost as if you're it's an adventure that you're going to another another place. Like the first time I went out there, you know, the people were dressed in. Uh, in Pampooties, which is cowhide shoes, and they had uh, the women wore shawls. And it was just a a totally different culture, even to the mainland of Ireland. And then you have the the magic of the sea, the waves, the birds, you know, it's it's freedom. And uh, you will have the pleasure of meeting some very kind people and no matter where you come from, or what your status in life is, it doesn't—it uh, doesn't come into anybody's mind when you when you when you visit the Northern Islands, or when, they, when you go out on the boat. Everybody is equal.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a sheer delight. We're flying high.
0: Welcome to Travel with Stephanie Abrams.
1: I'm very excited about this hour, people. And you will be too once you recognize, A, where we're going, and B, with whom we're speaking. Uh, We're going off someplace warm, relaxing, pampering, and um, given that there are places that have already had snow in the northern part of the U.S. I guess thinking about a warm destination probably does more than just dazzle your imagination. <laughs> and it gives you some good peace of mind about where you ought to be. And we need to talk about the potential of can you get there now? Do you have to wait? How long do you have to wait? And if for whatever your reasons are that you have to wait, learn what you need to know so you can start putting together that list of where you wanna go the minute you start traveling again. And I suspect the destination we're gonna be talking about today is gonna be very high on your list, and with very good reason, because the destination is Los Cabos in Mexico, and we're gonna go off to the Grand Velas, Los Cabos Resort. I have been to two of the Grand Velas properties. One is not far from Puerto Vallarta, if you look at that U-shaped bay in Mexico, that um, Puerto Vallarta airport is almost in the middle of the U-shape. To the left of the airport is Puerto Vallarta. And I suspect that because it was getting built up, there was more space to the right of the airport an area developed there about a dozen years ago, maybe a little more than that, Uh, and they named it the Riviera Nayarit. And I met the people from tourism, from the Department of Tourism for Riviera Nayarit, at Tiangas, which is a Mexican word for, not a Spanish word, Um, I, I think it's a Mayan word, for powwow and anybody interested in buying or selling tourism in mexico would show up at It it's a big deal and i went many many years this one particular year riviera Nayarit was making its debut nobody ever heard of it because it really was brand new marketing itself as a tourism destination And I got very excited about the whole area, and decided I have to go and see for myself. And we spent a week, and the first three nights, we were at the Grand Veles Riviera Nayarit. And it was a, probably still is, a five-star all-inclusive property. And most all-inclusive properties They skimp on the food. The presentation is sloppy. The service is not a number one uh, anywhere you go in the world. I mean, it is the rare all-inclusive that does it with perfection. So I was very impressed. And on another visit to Mexico, we were, funny as it happens, we were staying at the LeBlanc in Cancun, where... That was also a five-star, all-inclusive, impeccable property under the tutelage of its general manager, Andreas Schmidt, who not only was the general manager, but his background was of being an executive chef, and he ran that place like a Swiss watch. Immaculate fabulous, wonderful, but as long as we were in Cancun and it was a hop and a jump from the Riviera Maya, we decided to take a little trip over to see the Grand Vela's property there. And we got somebody to give us a site inspection, which means walk me around and let me see things and meet people and whatever, and it was fabulous. And in between there, I got to meet Juan Vela, whose family owns the Grand Veles Veles Resorts and what a marvelous individual he is. As charming, as hospitable, as amazing as he could be. And that's that story. Put that on the side now. We go on from the appetizer to the main course. So I fell in love with the general manager of the LeBanc Hotel in Cancun. Nicest man ever. And he was a doggy person. He told me about his puppy, who was then about three months old. Her name was Inca. She was um, either a golden retriever or a golden lab. When they're that little, they all look alike. Little butterball of a dog. And he wouldn't or couldn't bring her into the hotel to meet me. So at 8 o'clock in the morning, and you know I'm not a morning person... (laughs) He can get me any time of night. Don't call me early in the morning. I got up early, set the alarm, had a wake-up call to get up early to be out on the beach at 8 o'clock in the morning. And he would meet me out on the beach with his puppy so I could meet his puppy. And if you go to sabrams.net, S-A-B-R-A-M-S.net, you will find in the photo gallery a picture of me holding this baby doggy that I just wanted to take home with me. She was so darling. And he was very much involved in doing wonderful things, including getting the executive team of the hotel to paint the employee's lounge to make it more sparkling and spanky new looking. One of the, somebody, I don't know if it was on staff or some local artist, had come in and painted this wonderful mural very Mexican seaside mural on the walls of the employees' lounge. So even though it was downstairs in the hotel and there were no windows in that room, you felt like you were outside. So the employees had a nice place to be. And when I learned that on Saturday, he and the executive team would be down in this part of the hotel painting the walls for the staff room, I said, oh, I'd love to paint. Can I come? (laughs) And he said, sure. So I helped paint the room. Now I haven't seen Andreas Schmidt, the general manager who was overseeing all of that and who had that wonderful little doggy Inca who I fell in love with. I haven't seen or spoken to him in years. But about three weeks ago, I wanna say, I was reading some travel industry news and there's always announcements who move from here to there and in in between all these announcements, I read something about Andreas Schmidt, and my mind says, my Andrea Schmidt, <laughs> and I read further, and checked it out, and indeed, my Andreas Schmidt is now the general manager at the Grand Velas Los Cabos in Mexico, and I can't wait to talk with him, and you, my dear, are lucky enough to sit in on the conversation with me. So fasten your seatbelt, because we're going to be talking with Andreas Schmidt about the Grand Velas Los Cabos right after this.
3: Guests of Stephanie Abrams Travel Shows when here in the Berkshires of western Massachusetts stay at the delightful and trendy boutique Hotel on North. Visit their website at hotelonnorth.com.
1: So, Andreas, do you have an employee's lounge that could use some painting? <laughs> it's great.
6: Hello, Stephanie. We do have an employee's lounge, but right now it is painted already, so thank you very much for your help there, <laughs> but uh, whenever you come, we, we, can, we can schedule a, a, new, a new facelift for our lounge. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to program broken something for you.
1: <laughs> we had fun that day, didn't we?
6: It was great. It was very great. It was wonderful. Thank you so much. <laughs> well,
1: well uh, how long have you been in Los Cabos?
6: Um, it is now two, three years and uh, three years and one month, actually, exactly.
1: Like the mail in Mexico, this news traveled very slowly.
6: (laughs) So Uh, it was was a well-kept secret.
1: (laughs) Yes, indeed. Well, I'm, are you happy?
6: I'm very happy. I'm very happy. Um. I, I love Cabo. I love the the, the the Cabo way of life. I have a wonderful property. I'm very proud to be here. Uh, we we build up a, a great team, um, and it's it, it's it has been a challenging year, of course, but it's it's great, and we all stick together, and we make we make little little tiny miracles every day. I'm
1: I'm I'm very happy that you're settled there. What you say? Whatever it was you just said about where you are now makes me feel that there are differences between being in Los Cabos and being in Cancun where you were last. So what's the difference? I have never been to Los Cabos. What what am I going to notice immediately? And then also what is subtle about the differences between being in Cancun, being in Los Cabos?
6: Okay. Um, basically, the only thing what is what is similar both uh, both destinations uh, are right on the ocean, um, and that's about it. And then we start being completely the opposite in, in almost everything. Um, uh, Cancun has a wonderful Caribbean. Uh, a case uh, well, uh, ocean a lot of palm trees, very humid and white sandy beaches um, while you get a completely different environment in Cabo which is where the, where the deserts meets the Pacific Ocean with uh, with this wonderful different dark blue, uh, ambience, and then you have, the, then you have the desert with the, with the cactus and, and the in the, the mountains, while in Cancun is everything is flat, and it is absolutely stunningly beautiful. But basically, in both areas.
1: Okay, we're gonna take, we're, we need to take a quick commercial break. We're going to come back, and we're going to pick it up from there, people. Clearly, I'm going to learn right along with you, because I've never been to Los Cabos, something we have to fix. We'll be right back. Stephanie Abrams here. Don't go away. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my new show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com slash blog. That's S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot com slash blog and at BizTV.com. let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time on Sundays
2: the magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. one of New England's most popular attractions the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food and fragrance for the whole family it's also the world's largest candle shop where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles The village is home to the enchanting black forest, where it snows year-round, Santa's workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year, and the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. Where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Ah, Curaçao,
3: the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curaçao's capital city, Willemstad, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes gourmet restaurants local eateries and markets to satisfy every palate slide into curacao's live and let live way of life curacao feel it for yourself visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222 that's 800-328-7222
4: Your U.S. passport is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks, and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler enrollment program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings. Visit us at travel.state.gov today.
0: It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams.
1: I am truly, truly, sincerely overjoyed to have Andreas Schmidt on the line with me. He is and has been for the last few years the general manager of of the wonderful Grand Velas Los Cabos Resort in Los Cabos, Mexico, and I know it's wonderful without ever having been there because I have been to two other um, properties owned by the Vela family and uh, the other two Grand Velas properties that I visited. uh, One I stayed in on the Riviera Maya um, in Mexico and the other I just did a Half a day I spent touring around the property and visiting the executive chef and uh, the people that make the property tick and oh, how beautiful that is. And I've had the privilege of meeting um, Senor Juan Vela of the Vela's family that owns these properties and um, talk about hospitable and understanding the need to not only pamper the guest's but anticipate the needs of the guests before the guest even knows they need something. (laughs) That's the kind of place you wanna go to. And I have such wonderful fond memories of the telephone conversations prior to my going to Andreas Schmidt's last place where he was a general manager and marveling at the job he did there because he was beauty in motion. And that was a demanding property as well. So, um you took yourself from Cancun and you went to Los Cabos. And what what was your when you went to the Grand Velas Los Cabos, Andreas, had you been there before you are in the process of Interviewing for the job or considering the position or being offered the job, or was the first time you were there part of that transactional? Let me see if this is a good fit for me and let them see if I'm a good fit for them.
6: Um, well, um, the, 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 the Gran Velas Los Cabos, I did not know the property, I, I knew the, of course, I know they knew the Gran Velas brand very well. Um, they are very well recognized in Mexico as as the top all as one of the top hotel company companies in in, in Mexico um, I was at the time not with LeBlanc anymore I took a year and made something uh, I took a different step I worked with a different company as a a quality, as a quality and brand manager for, you know, for a company worldwide, I was traveling a lot. I went to, to South America, to Europe, and I was tra- it was fun, but it was a lot of traveling. And then Mr. Vella basically called me and said, if I'm interested uh, to join the company. Um, I heard about the the Cabo property. I saw some pictures of the Cabo property before they called they called me, and it was it is stunning. It looked stunningly beautiful on, on on the images, and they and and they did a really good really good job with the with the construction. It was really fast what they did, and. And then we had a few meetings and and, and basically we we, we, we we just clicked it it just fit everything fit their, their vision of where they want to be with the property and my vision of what is being a, what is being a luxury property and what it needs and and it was just a perfect fit so I I, I didn't even have to go to Cabo I said okay I am. I'm. I'm ready to do it. I want to do it, and, and I always wanted to go to Cabo. I heard great things about Los Cabos. So we had this. We had this few meetings, and and three weeks later, I was flying. I packed my bags and I flew into Cabo.
1: Wow. So if I'm not misinterpreting what you presented there, it sounds like. The first time you were in Cabo was when you went to start the new job. Is that right?
6: Um, no, I knew Cabo before. Okay. Um, I, 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 I've been to Cabo a few times for, 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 different, different, um, uh, for different, different situations. There was a little consulting. Um, there was another opportunity a few years ago. Were interviewed, but I really did not like this play. It, it just didn't work out. So now it was a perfect fit, and, and I said, okay, after almost 20 years in Cancun, yeah. um, well, let's do something different. And sometimes it's, it's great to, 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 to change destinations, do something different, meet new people, and it's, it's, it has been really great.
1: Yeah, well, that keeps you thinking on your toes and alive. We're going to take a quick break and come right back. Don't leave me. This is Stephanie Abrams talking about Los Cabos, Mexico. Don't go away.
3: Portions of today's show brought to you by Curaçao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture. A UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curaçao, feel it for yourself. Visit curaçao.com.
4: Your U.S. password is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks, and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler enrollment program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings. Visit us at travel.state.gov today
1: movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps i want to do better than that and take you traveling by tv hi this is stephanie abrams join me on sundays on my new show travel tv with stephanie abrams airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m eastern time plan to sit right beside me We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com slash blog. That's S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot com slash blog and at biztv.com let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. eastern time on sundays
3: Ah, Curaçao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands. But dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors, Curaçao's capital city, Willemstad, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes gourmet restaurants local eateries and markets to satisfy every palate slide into curacao's live and let live way of life curacao feel it for yourself visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222 that's 800-328-7222
2: The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting black forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant, Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass, where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24.
3: Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Traveling soon? Got questions? Email Stephanie at Stephanie
0: at S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot com. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams
3: This weather report is brought to you by the Curaçao Tourism Board. The long-range weather forecast for the north coast-to-coast calls for snow, sleet, icy rain, slippery roads, and a wind chill factor well below freezing. The long-range forecast for Curaçao calls for warm and sunny today, warm and sunny tomorrow, next month, and the months that follow, with highs around 86 degrees and lows around 76. Isn't it time to plan your breakaway in Curaçao now? Learn more at curaçao.com. That's C-U-R-A-C-A-O dot com.
0: It's travel with Stephanie Abrams.
1: On the line with me, live from Los Cabos, Mexico, is um, a friend that I hardly ever see, but I really hold him with great affection. And that is Andreas Schmidt, the general manager of the Gran Velas Los Cabos Hotel. And if you're just joining us, please note that you've missed a lot today, (laughs) you really have missed a lot. Um, We have been in Ireland, we have been um, in the Aran Islands, (laughs) we have been out at sea um, taking a ferry from the west coast of Ireland to the Aran Islands and exploring the western part of Ireland together. And now we're in Mexico by way of radio, isn't it wonderful? And um, remember, you can find the podcasts at S. Abrams, S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot net, people. Dot com's not happening. S. dot com will take you over to Ask Stephanie at Travelers411.com. But, uh, but that's all. Everything else now is at sabrams.net. And you'll find podcasts, archived audio, photo galleries, blogs, um, the first 23 episodes, soon to be 24, of my TV show. Once the, everything is broadcast, it goes there for storage, so it's easy for you to get as video on demand. And, um, oh, there's so much more. Go visit sabrams.net. You'll have a good time. And you'll find uh, the archived audio as well as the podcasts of each show along with links to the websites of our guests. So you can go and check out everything we talk about and start doing your wish wish list of where you want to go as soon as you are ready to get up and go. And I think part of that ready to get up and go Um, it's complicated today. It's not just a matter of finding the time. It's a matter of making sure that everything else in your life is being properly handled at the moment. And as long as you have the financial wherewithal to get up and go, you need to know that wherever you're going is going to be as concerned about your health and safety as you are about your health and safety. So if we can educate you and motivate you to make the decision that you're comfortable with so that you don't have to become the prisoner of Zenda and you can go places and have some confidence that using your good common sense that mother taught you, you can stay well in a place that cares about the safety of its staff and its guests. And so I'm wondering, Andreas, um, Andreas Schmidt, General Manager of the Gran Velas Los Cabos. What are you doing to assure the safety of guests and staff during these very difficult times uh, pandemically?
6: Wow, well, this is this is a, it's a great question, Stephanie, and I don't even actually don't know where to begin because we're doing so many things. But let me let me give you an overview on what is going on as, as much as I can remember because operations um, are just completely different from what, what they used to be. Um, we we divide it in basically three areas. One is staff. Um, what are we doing for our uh, our service providers? And how we keep them safe, and we assure that our service providers, uh, all our staff in the hotel, is healthy, and we don't get uh, any contamination through them. And then we have the we have the, the 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 part with our guests, how how we we receive and 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 welcome our guests, and then is uh, the, the the daily maintenance, what is going on. So let me go briefly. So through stuff, uh, stuff first. Stuff. Um, we have our own transportation, so it starts already with the transportation, picking up our our, uh, our waiters and maids and in their in their neighborhoods where, where they live, and they will be checked before be, before they enter any any, any transportations. So we take their temperatures. Uh, we check their. This we, is we, your we, staff. This is our staff, yes. This is before they get, enter the, the, the bus, they, they get temperatures taken, They get they, we measure the oxygen levels, um, they arrive at the hotel, in the hotel they must uh, change clothes, then they, they're going to go through the disinfection progress uh, before they went they come into the locker area, come out of the locker area, we have a medic checking them for any signs, and we even do a smell check. So yeah, imagine they what, what what a lot of people are saying. You, do, you don't you might not have a temperature. You might feel okay, but some one of the most common signs of, of COVID-19 is a loss of a loss of smell. So we have a little bag of garlic or coffee, and we we change it once in a while. And they have to smell what is going on. If you don't, have, if you don't smell anything, then we have to, Then they go into quarantine right away. So stop
1: a second. So you put something in a bag. They don't know what yes. it is. So yes. this is like a mystery game like you'd play with a five-year-old. Exactly. And you say, smell this and tell me what it is. And if they can't Absolutely. smell that it's garlic or coffee or something else, with onions or something else with a strong smell, then you know there's a problem
6: that's yes. fascinating it's exactly like this that's fascinating okay tell me more um then we have uh a, a, a weekly spot checks we do weekly say staff checking right now we have about 300 employees and we're checking every week 50 employees with a pcr exam um, um to, to to make sure that we don't have any any yeah any how you want to I don't want it to call it disease or whatever but in, infected people in our staff uh, so far we're doing uh, very well um, there's nobody in in this hotel who has an infection so it's 100% safe um, and this is basically from from our staff side then from the from the hotel side in areas um, we do have three full-time employees they are going up and down in this DNA disinfecting area so in the room every guest room will be disinfected after the guest leaves checks out and then again two days before The new guest arrive, we in a we will have a a disinfection, a complete disinfection again. Then the room will be sealed and nobody else can go again in this room. So basically a guest arrives in the room and the room has not been opened seventy two hours or two forty-eight hours after disinfection. So there's nothing going on in this room. This is hundred percent safe. Um, and then all areas, restaurants, uh, pool area, pool chairs, pool chairs in the morning, in the evening, you will see people walking up, the, up and down the pool chairs and disinfecting every every single pool chair again and again. So honestly, I feel more safe in this hotel than, than at home.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow.
6: Um, Guests, uh, guest arrival is very easy. Actually, people arriving, uh, they they will get. A, we take the temperature. We, we take the, the vitals from the oxygen levels. Um, we ask them to use a a, a mouse covering in in. In public areas you can take it off of course in the restaurants in the pool area, but while transiting through the hotel We ask them, we ask them to use it all our stuff is you are using um, face masks, uh, mouse coverings um, um, They will in disinfect their hands before they touch anything if you get handed out the plates, They will disinfect their hands before they have their, their alcohol with them. So it's it is um, It is very it is stunning, actually, and and we get a lot of comments from from all our guests coming from uh, from the United States or Canada or wherever they come from. Say, this is incredible. We do so much more, so so much more than they have seen in any other other places, um, and it's great. So right now we have a lot of a lot of people coming in for long stays. We have guests staying for three or four months with us. They're going to spend Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's New Year's uh, with us, and Um, I think it's a great getaway before you get locked down somewhere. Uh, They come to Cabo and and, and enjoy the safety of Cabo.
1: Wow. Wow. I'm impressed. Um, You know, I I have spoken with so many uh, general managers around the world. And um, I am, you know, there are some that are doing more than others, but clearly uh, you're doing a fabulous job. And um, are there restrictions currently as it relates to Americans flying in? I mean, how is the air service in terms of number of flights, availability, that kind of thing? And uh, is there anything that Americans need to deal with um, in order to visit Mexico, because for instance, well, right now Ireland is on complete lockdown, and the people who live in Ireland in the Republic of Ireland are not permitted to go more than five kilometers from their where they where their residence is and I just spoke with somebody today who told me she had to go from the western part of Ireland to Dublin Airport to pick up somebody. And that's a good three, three and a half hour drive for her. And she was stopped by police three times. And the the reason it's easy for the police in Ireland, your license plate has a letter. The first two numbers are the year of your car so if the car says 17D, it means it's a 2017 car and you live in Dublin. It's registered in Dublin. Um, so if you know what the letters are, then you know exactly where the people are from. So if you're you know, in another county, chances are good you're more than five kilometers from home unless you live right at the border of the next county sure. and she was stopped three times and you know if you don't have an essential reason you get a ticket and an argument and a speech <laughs> from the local garda, the police but um is it easy to travel to mexico right now
6: um mexico right it is it is very easy actually so what what is going on you can travel into mexico without any problems for coming, coming from anywhere um, we do have, a, we do have a, at the airport. We do have the regular checks with temperature checking and, 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 and making sure that everybody is as healthy as possible. Um, but there are no travel restrictions coming in or going out of Mexico.
1: Okay, but well that's so good
6: So this to makes know. it a lot easier. Uh, air connectivity to Cabo is actually picking up. We're getting instead of less flights, we're getting more flights. Um, and this is this is one thing what we have to understand about Cabo. Cabo is a, it's it's a it's a completely different destination than most of the, of the most of the destinations in, in Mexico. Uh, Cabo is a, a luxury destination. Um, the resorts are not stick one next to the other. There's a lot a lot a lot of space. So if you want to walk the beach from 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 our resort right now, you would walk at least. Fifteen minutes. You have, to, and you have to do a very well, a good beach walk until you reach the next property. Um, nightlife is restricted so there is no nightlife going on the discotheques are closed right now for uh, for safety reasons uh, restaurants local restaurants are working at 40% capacity capacity just as uh, in in our resort as well we have of course we have the social distancing going on on pool with uh, on restaurants and everything
1: but okay we're going to take I, I a quick break we have to take a quick break and we're going to come right back because I want to talk sure. specifically for 5 minutes about the your property itself. So, we'll be right back people. Don't leave me Stephanie Abrams here.
4: Your U.S. passport is the key to your international adventures abroad and is the most secure travel document that proves both citizenship and identity. The State Department's official website, travel.state.gov, has comprehensive information about applying for a passport for the first time, renewing a passport, passports for minors, fees, and much more. You can apply at over 8,000 passport acceptance facilities, including post offices and clerks of court. Standard processing is currently four to six weeks and expedited service takes two to three weeks. If you need your passport in less than two weeks, call 1-877-487-2778 to schedule an appointment at one of our regional passport agencies. Once you have your passport, sign up for our Smart Traveler Enrollment Program and download our Smart Traveler app on your smartphone. You will receive country-specific information, travel alerts, and warnings. Visit us at travel.state.gov today.
3: Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Traveling soon? Got questions? Email Stephanie at Stephanie
0: at S-A-B-R-A-M-S dot com. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams.
2: The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting black forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass, where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24.
1: Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my new show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families and sports adventures reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at sabrams.com/blog. That's s a slash a m s.com/blog and at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays.
3: Ah, Curaçao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curaçao's capital city, Willemstad, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes gourmet restaurants local eateries and markets to satisfy every palate slide into curacao's live and let live way of life curacao feel it for yourself visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222 that's 800-328-7222
0: It's travel with Stephanie Abrams.
1: I'm talking with Andreas Schmidt, the general manager of the Gran Velas Los Cabos Resort. Their website is velas, V-E-L-A-S, velasresorts.com. You'll find a link in the show notes at sabrams.net. And uh, I think the link is also there where the podcasts are. And by the way, if you have a favorite podcaster, just go there. Uh, just you name the podcaster they podcast our shows spotify itunes tune in breaker uh, name it they carry us so one of the things that i remember so well from the first time i met andreas at another mexico all-inclusive property that he ran truly like a swiss clock um was going to the buffet at breakfast or lunch because dinner, unless you were dying to have a buffet dinner, there were five restaurants in this hotel to choose from where you sat down and were served. But when you went to the buffet, it always looked like you that they just opened the doors to the dining room the second and you were the first one to get to the buffet. There was never a sloppy spoon. There was never a dish with gravy or sauces dripping all over the place. There was never a dish that looked like it was the garbage, not the food, because people had dug around with the knives and forks and messed it all up. And I found that amazing, uh, aside from the fact that the quality of the food was superb. And now you translate that to Granvela's, this is what you can expect. It is, everything is so pristine and with an eye for perfection in everything they do. It is, it's remarkable. So I want to talk about the grand... Velas Los Cabos how many accommodations are there and how many heads and beds can you uh, accommodate when you're full
6: Okay uh, Gran Los Cabos is a, is a family property so it's not adult, adults only you can bring your, your your whole family we have 307 rooms out of those 307 rooms we have three presidential suites 10 governor suites uh, and 20 21 I Grand Class Suites right in front of the ocean. Wow. Um, the the hotel is featuring uh, six a la carte restaurants, uh, an Italian restaurant, we have a two Michelin star restaurant, the Cucina de Autor from our friend and chef Sidney Schuld from uh, from Holland. He he runs a two star Michelin restaurant in, in Amsterdam. Um, we have a, in, a, an Italian restaurant with an Italian chef from Sicily. We do have a, a French restaurant with a French chef. Um, a Mexican Velas Diez restaurant, which are flavors and in, in steaks from Baja California. Um, a Mexican restaurant, which is uh, called Frida, with inspired by Frida Kahlo's the, the menu. Um, what am I missing? We have Cabrilla restaurant, which has wonderful light seafood dishes, wonderful ceviches, all fresh from the ocean.
1: Is there an Asian uh, restaurant? There is
6: no Asian restaurant. That's the only thing what we are missing. We, are, we But we do have sushi and some Thai options in our Velas 10 restaurant. Okay. And then we have the Azul restaurant, which is, um, which is a, our a breakfast and lunch buffet style, impeccable service like like you just described. Right. Um, we are very very proud to 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 be rated as by by TripAdvisor this year, two thousand twenty as the best all-inclusive resort in mexico we are rated as well by triple wise the same thing as the best luxury resort in in mexico and worldwide we are rated number three as the best uh, top three all-inclusive restaurant the hotels in the world and number seven worldwide in luxury hotels so this are some achievements which is which comes together with with great service with a Great installations. The archic architecture of the hotel is, is stunning. We are, we are featuring three pools. Um, if you imagine the, our our rooms, um, I, I, I I I'm just going to give you the, the the idea. Our smallest suite we have is 1,000 square foot. Um, small, basically. Wow. Wow. So this is this is the smallest room. It's just going to get better. All the rooms are ocean yeah, ocean front, so you don't have to. You're, you're not looking at some palm trees or at the pool. You're looking right at the ocean from your 1,000 feet, right. feet We have. The... We
1: literally have 10 seconds left. Is there okay. is there golf nearby?
6: Yes. Cabo is a golf destination. That's all over golf.
1: Well, I have to thank you very much for joining us. Come back next week, everybody. Love you all. Stay healthy. We're flying high.